0: Welcome, everybody, to episode number 17 of the PokeGuardian podcast. Today, I'm joined by Zachariah, as usual.
1: Hello, everyone. How are you
2: doing?
0: And we've got a special guest, Julian, also known as OKJ Love, all the way from Australia.
2: Hey, how are you guys going today?
0: So today, we're going to be um, talking through quite a few different subjects. But as usual, we're going to start the podcast with our card pickup so zachariah have you picked up any i know you would have done have you got <laughs> any cards yeah. since the last podcast yes, you want to share with the listeners and viewers
1: yes more notably i've uh, pulled something very nice let me get it let me get it from the binder
2: why is it i think i saw these i think i saw these on twitter recently couldn't help but uh show these bad boys off
0: his luck has been very good for pulls
2: yes the
1: the glaceon vmax special art from one pack no not one pack from a blister which um i i don't mind getting at all it was no. uh, in the previous podcast episode it was uh, the leave yeah. vmax that's which an is, awesome uh, card which is yeah, also very card. nice and uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Uh, my third special art, you know, was uh, request VMAX, but I did sell it yesterday, so... Um, oh, really? Yes, it was a small sacrifice of something uh, much <laughs> bigger, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's for Umbreon VMAX special art. It's, a, it's the same price now, so... Um, I don't know if people have seen my video, but before I pulled request VMAX special art, I literally set the same pack, I don't like the artwork of request VMAX. I don't mind getting it, but I did. So yeah, it was a strange uh, day to me <laughs> that day. So um, I, that's one that's one of my pulls. Um, let me get some of my pickups. Yeah, there's so much. Uh, I don't have them all at hand.
2: It's almost like these days, you could do a whole segment yeah, for probably. 30, 40 minutes on these pickups. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually used to do like Pokedaj mail videos where I think I got up to episode 113 where I just Gee. used to talk through what I used to buy, but that, yeah.
1: Some nice uh, Umbreons from the blisters.
0: Those, those <laughs> are cool Umbreons, yeah.
1: <laughs> I uh, don't mind getting these uh, at all. Um, I think these, are, oh, by the way, I, I haven't shown you all of them. <laughs> there are... Uh, too much. <laughs> 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 Those were my spares. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, so um, yeah. yeah, very nice pickups. Uh, that's why I like these. Uh, I personally think the, the free pack blisters and the check blisters are, you know, with the evolution promos. I think these are one of the best promos so far yeah. in, in years. Um, any evolution promo, why not? Yeah. yeah. And you guys.
2: That's it.
0: Julian, what did you? What have you been picking up, or pull, what have you pulled recently?
2: Yeah, I could do the same thing as um, as Zachariah. There's a lot, uh, and I won't bore everybody with my massive amount of pickups because it's been I don't know. Like, well, I'm in Australia, so our options for buying singles are pretty limited, and you got to go overseas if you want to get anything good or decently priced. So I usually do my Japanese pickups oh, probably one, two, three months bulk. They bulk up. So by the time I bring them all back, I've got I don't know 20, 30 odd cards. But I've got one thing that I do want to share today, uh, which is from the US market. I bought this actually bought this last year, but I didn't bring it back until a month ago. Um, I bought it before the hype sort of built up again, so I got a pretty good price on it. It is a it's a it's a BGS. It's an eight point five. So it's not so it's nine or ten, mm-hmm. but it's the Espion uh, first edition here. So I got this uh, probably. I'm going to say like 180 US, which I think is a pretty good price. It's first edition, so but I left it in the US before I, before I brought it back for about 12 months. So it was nice to bring it back and actually see it in hand. These kind of cards, you know, there's a market for them here, but the price you got to pay the Australian market yeah. is just way too much. So yeah. I spent a lot of time scouring on eBay. I think, I'm sure you guys do too. If yeah. you look long enough, you find something pretty good. So Definitely. a nice card for sure
0: oh 100% <laughs> yeah fantastic card okay um, I picked up uh, well I've pulled a few cards in the last <laughs> week and I've picked up a few cards so I got this uh, Chinese copycat oh, very nice. Um, oh nice yeah I just wanted to get the Chinese one as well so now I've got the Chinese English and the Japanese one I think copycat's just uh, such a cool iconic card with the characters um, the character plays so yeah really cool um, yeah I've been picking up these uh, gold <laughs> energy cards now. I don't know why, but they just really appeal to me. And I know with time the price goes up um, mm. because they never go out of rotation. Energy mm-hmm. cards are the one thing that you can keep um, in any deck, no matter what yeah. generation the energies come from. So for players um, who like to bling their decks, these are really nice. But they look stunning, and I've and I've always collected just sort of normal energy cards, hollow energies... SR energies from like tag team GX and stuff, so I thought those are pretty cool. And then I've had a couple of pulls in the last uh, week or so. So last week I pulled mm, very nice these two beauties, um, which I was very very pleased with from my ETBs, one in each one. And um, yesterday, my I got some half size booster boxes, um, and I and I picked up twelve of them. So then I can help some people in the community in the UK get hold of them um, below, well below our MSRP as well. So uh, I got home, put it on Twitter. Within thirty minutes, I'd sold all the spare ones I had. i <laughs> that, I'd, yeah. <laughs> and then the ones I had, I wish I'd kept more though. But the, I kept kept a couple of boxes back. And Nahal came home from school, and he's like. Uh, Dad, can I open one of these? I was like, "Yeah, go for it." He said, "I want to do it off camera." I was like, "Okay, cool." So he sits down on the floor in the studio and he's like ripping the packs open, <laughs> and he's like, "Is this any good?" And I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> give me that card. Give me that card. Let me put it in, in a one touch." But we pulled very nice. uh, the Rayquaza special very nice. art. so I'm very, very happy with this pickup. Um, one of the cards I was chasing. So yeah, uh, now I'll pick pull that so i was very happy with that so yeah that's uh that's my card pulls and pickups um very nice but uh, yeah a bit of a variety there from us all today and julian's definitely is an <laughs> iconic one for sure
2: <laughs> yeah it's not bad you know those those half booster boxes those are so foreign to us over here in australia so is that like a normal thing to is that yeah, so, so that usually well, comes out in the uk
0: they've they've been around for quite a while and i've got one in my hand just here um essentially what they i don't think people ever focused on them because booster boxes used to be so easily obtainable and available are well under msrp so no one ever looked at these but um they've become a bit of a thing since vivid voltage and um i've been able to get hold of some um well below msrp uh so yeah so i've be, was getting them for myself initially and people were like, well, what are those? I want some, you know, <laughs> so, the person, so, so then I was like, okay, let me try and get hold of some more. And, and I did. And I've helped, got quite a few for like battle styles and chilling rain and sort of um, spread them in the community. And again, for this one, I ordered like a case where I just said, if you can get me a case, get me a case. Right. Um, and it arrived yesterday. So yeah, I just sort of, like I said, uh, I, I put a tweet out there. Only people I know who are genuine collectors, There you go. I'll, you know, do it for you guys for, like, basically it was about 20% less than MSRP of what it was. And, yeah, everyone was happy. Sold out very quickly. This means some people get some evolving skies who are not in a position to pick any up. So, yeah. Looking forward to seeing the pools once it gets into people's hands. That's (laughs) it. (laughs) Cool. Okay, let's move on to... um, some of our new stories that uh, Zachariah's been putting up on Poke Guardian. There is a lot to cover today. So um, let's start off. A lot of it's going to be 25th anniversary. And the first thing we're going to talk about is a Garchomp C Level X. And the Dialga um, from uh, S8A 25th anniversary collection have been revealed. So uh, Zachariah, do you want to talk us through these two cards? Um, obviously, one from the main set. One's a promo. Um But obviously interesting because Garchomp is a bit of a fan favorite for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Garchomp Level X uh, needs no introduction. Um, I think, um, I don't know how how well it did uh, competitively. I was not playing around that time. So I don't know, uh, you know, uh, I know some of the Hall of Fame uh, competitive cards, but I think it was a decent card, Cognitive Level and of course, indeed, it's just an iconic card in general, uh, you know, uh, not not uh, counting uh, playability. Uh, but I think when Celebrations has been released, I think there's a huge uh, topic of discussion in the first place, because, um, yeah, um, a lot of people uh, are probably familiar with uh, most of the set now that's been uh, out there and leaked. I will keep my uh, judgment for uh, the full set uh, when when it has been uh, revealed, but so far I think um, it's an interesting choice uh, what they have um, included, celebrations, and then this set as well, 25th anniversary collection. Um, But yeah, I I really like the, again, the level legs. Again, we will just need to see, I want to see them in person, you know, in, in hand in real life you know i can't do i can't judge a card you know from digital uh, you know digital images yeah we will see we will see it's uh, it's a nice card um and, yeah. and you guys what do you think of it
0: yeah julian what's what are your thoughts having a look at this or garchomp and the dialga itself as well uh yeah any
2: initial thoughts yeah like zachariah said it's a it's a beauty uh it's it's cool to see them use a variety of different Pokemon cards over the years and not just stick to the last, you know, three, four, five years or so. So it's been interesting to see their picks. Um, I like this one. I like, I like the LVX cards. So, you know, this is an easy win. It's got, uh, and it's got the texture that we just don't know a whole lot about as well. And, and this is the tricky thing with celebrations in the 25th set. The leaks have been coming out over the last, what month or so month or two. And I personally have been looking like I'll have a cursory glance of the leaks, but I didn't really dive into them. Um, So now when the new cards get revealed from Japan and we see like the high-res images of them, it does feel new to me, Um, but I am just reserving judgment until I actually see these in hand and I see them. It's a proper footage of them. So I can see what the texture actually looks like, but I like it. Um, You can't go wrong. Like I said, when you, when you're picking, have a broad variety of cards and not just sticking to one sort of era you actually can't go wrong it's been interesting to see what they pick though because um when you when you do go broad like that you know disappoint people because you don't pick their favorites that's just you can't avoid that uh but yeah overall I like it
0: yeah I mean I mean my personal thoughts like you say now we're getting the higher-res video images of them you can see where the texturing is there's a the border has got texturing on it For example, Cynthia around her, the shadowing's got texturing um, at the bottom, you know, the symbol you've got there in the middle next to the energy sign as well. There's a lot of texture in this card, but there's also the border doesn't look textured. So it seems to be like a nice subtle texture, similar to what we saw in the amazing rare cards, I would say. Um, So it's not over the top is sort of empowering it lets you appreciate the artwork in its original form but it's adding something a bit extra to it as well in a Mm. nice subtle way so it does seem to be nice The again this texture is quite unique that they're using on all these cards as well a little bit like the mcdonald's or fractured style but different more like a confetti style so yeah be interesting i think as you guys say the real test judgment's going to be when you get it in your hands and see it for the first time but definitely i I do like the promos. They look good. The Dialga itself, five-band graphics. Um, But yeah, it does look quite nice. The background is nice and sort of smoky like blurred, to put the focus on Dialga in itself with a bit of a solar flare in the back. Um, The attack itself, temporal backflow, single metal energy, put a card from your discard pile into your hand, could be useful in metal decks. Remember, this Dialga is going to be standard format um playable. Uh it's got a for three for a triple colorless uh, metal blast 60 plus attack does twenty more damage for each metal energy attached to this Pokemon. So there will definitely be th- there could be, you know, um quite useful in certain decks. Um metal decks for sure. Um so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how playable that is as well. But uh, yeah, two great cards there. So it's, let's
2: yeah. I was gonna say it's been funny seeing talk around these cards because we've seen the English cards leak and we've seen video footage of them. One common thing I see people saying a lot is that the English texturing of the, the English hollow looks better than the Japanese version, but we haven't seen, we actually haven't seen the Japanese version. So I think they both look good. Both, both styles yeah. will, will, will inevitably look good, but yeah, we haven't seen, we haven't seen the Japanese one. Exactly. It's going to pop more and they always yeah. do, yeah. but they both, like you said, I like I do like the McDonald's promo style of holo. Some people think it looks a little bit cheap or tacky. I like it, it's different. Yeah. It's nice to have different types of hollows.
0: Definitely, absolutely. Right, moving on. We're still with 25th anniversary, but this time this was the um, ad advertisement that was revealed. So this all sort of just came out and it was like, okay, they revealed quite a bit in this advertisement. If you look at the detail, go back and rerun and start looking at what what's being shown um it first of all the ad is great you know i do like it i think it's uh, well made and it does show you some stuff i mean one thing we saw which was upside down i believe in the actual ad itself is a professor's research um full art for professor oak yeah um, yep, the full art there yeah yeah uh we've got the god of what ex in here as well i believe
2: that's correct uh,
0: yeah um so yeah it's it's I think it's nostalgic for those people who've played from base set um, because they can see, you know, that there is a bit where you can see the simulating being in a playground, trading your cards, you know, um, somebody getting really happy. They've got the um, champ. I believe, in the trade by the, look, the looks of it in the ad. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's quite good. I mean, Julian, what are your thoughts having seen this and finally seen the official reveal of this professor's research card?
2: Yeah, it was a cute ad. I liked it. I thought it was nice. And it again, it's it's hard because I did see this card leak, um, however many months ago it was now. So the wind is kind of taken out of it a little bit. But it's a cool card. I think is this going to be the only? Is this the only known secret rare? Or I think but this and and the is it a spoiler if I say the gold Mew? Is that are those two the only sort of? known secret rares from these from this set on both English and Japanese side cuz it's gonna it's numbering that we, I think have we seen the numbering from the English version that's outside the 25 yeah the is 26
1: the, the Mew is not a, technically it's not a secret rare it's like 25 25 so okay it doesn't exceed the set number
2: but it doesn't exceed it, yeah
1: we we don't know if there's any actual secret rare still coming and that's why i say be careful with leaks you know because it often does not tell anything uh, more than what we see. Yeah. So let's uh, you know keep it and you know uh, be you know keep it um, on on uh, standby. You know, information is there, but you know it's not. We do. You have to judge when the full set is released. Yeah. And then we can you know absolutely slam the set down or praise the set into heaven, and then yeah. we can see. That's my general take, you know, on leaked cards.
2: Yeah. yeah. I like the oak and all the professor's research I like I like how they've gone with that full art style with oak this is one of those cards sometimes stamps on cards it's just de- it's dependent on the card whether the stamp actually suits it or not I think this the, the English stamp the Pikachu suits this card really well so yeah I like it it's cool yeah ad, that ad was fun too it was just uh yeah the nice little throwback it was short. I, I, I slipped it into one of my videos. I think everybody did. <laughs> it was easy. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs>
0: Zachariah, your your overall thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, indeed. Like you both said, it was a uh, very nice advertisement by the Pokemon Combat International. Um, yeah, w- what do we have to say about Scott's First, research, I think um, it's very nice. It's uh, done by uh, Ken Sugimori. And... Um, as some of you might know, Katsukumori is like half-retired from uh, the Pokemon company. Um, uh, there, he rarely okay. um, illustrates, uh, you know, cards anymore. Uh, there are other uh, artists that do it. Um, I think it's one of these last real uh, hand-drawn cards. Were I think Lysander full art and Giovanni's um, scheme. Yeah, Giovanni's scheme full art from Breakpoint. Okay which still, they, are, they hold up very well. So that's uh, his talent, you know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, nice to see some uh, actual Ken Mori art uh, again. Not stock artwork, you know, from him. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, been, uh, you know, uh, made fun of. But um, yeah, interesting style from uh, Professor Oak. Um, God of War EX, That species. Very, very interesting card. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I think Seabridge and the 25th anniversary uh, collection in Japan. So far, for what I'm seeing, it's it's very weird. Why do they include this card in there? Because I've seen some cards, and now they are comparatively not in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. You know, card of our EX Delta species. From what I've uh, seen and understood. Um, it's not, you know, it didn't win worlds, you know, it's a fun card, but nothing, you know, uh, competitive, uh, competitively, you know, in the hall of fame, it's it's not, uh, as iconic as, uh, you know, as Lugia EX or you know, some of these uh, other EX cards, that species, for example. I was
0: wondering when Lugia would get mentioned (laughs) as a matter
2: of time, elephant in the room,
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah, but. I think there are much uh, better uh, cards. Hey, you know, God of War still uh, still fan favorite for many. So I can could understand that, but again, I don't... How do they compile these sets together? Uh, is it, you know, comparatively well? Because there are some competitive cards in there that did perform, you know, in tournaments. Um, there are some iconic uh, collectible cards in there. But the, the, then there are God of War EX cards, you know, and... Why? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't understand, you know? I don't understand.
2: It'd be interesting to look at, like, maybe the world polls on how, on, like, the, the, the popularity polls for the Pokemon yeah. to see if the Pokemon that we're seeing are actually, yeah. like, you know, in the top 30, 50. That would probably make a little bit more sense. But, um, yeah, it's, I think, it's, yeah. I think, it's, it's, yeah. It's weird.
0: I think you guys have touched on it there because, like, as you say, Gardevoir... Is a fan favorite, you know. Um, so it's like, well, have they picked as uh, Julian's probably hit the nail on the head there around the fact that have they looked at the world ratings where people, yeah. or fans are asked to vote? Um, mm. what, what have been iconic because you know, Mimikyu's up there, Mimikyu's got a promo in this set as well, so. You know, there are cards which are fair Pokemon that are fairly new, which have got cards in these sets. But there are, like you say, older cards like Gardevoir, which might not have had a very competitive card or iconic artwork card other than this EX from Delta Species. You know, it could be that they are picking the fan favourites and just picking the best cards mm. but we don't know maybe it'd be nice once the set's released sometimes yeah. you do find on pokemon.com they do have a new story where they've interviewed the creators um about the background like they did with tag team gx and how they play tested yeah. stuff or how they came to decisions of how they picked certain things uh, it could be that we would find out more about it once once the set's officially fully revealed and and out, out in the wild let's say yeah yeah cool <laughs> Right, another. This is huge, now this one. Right. This is huge. So, um we're getting another gold star card. And we all knew we were going to get a gold star card. Greninja gold star has been revealed as Elite Trainer Box promo. Now we all knew being a special set the Elite Trainer Box was going to have a promo in it. Um but I think this this is this is special because um I don't think anyone would be disappointed, first of all, to get their hands on a Gold Star card um, and it to be for it to be an ETB promo. You know, you, you always think the the promo you get in an ETB is a bonus as such. Um, then there's going to be some certain sellers who are going to say, well, that promo is worth X amount, so we're going to mark up the ETB by X amount. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it has t- double effect, but... Um, Yeah, you get this from a big nationwide retailer. You're going to be getting an MSRP. You get it from the Pokemon, so it'll be MSRP. And um, it does look absolutely amazing as far as I'm concerned. Um, Fukuda is an artist, the godfather of all the gold stars. Every single gold star, from my understanding, has been done by Fukuda. So, um, again, um, I think it looks stunning. Uh, Guys... Julian, what do you th- what do you think?
2: Yeah, you can't lose. When you put a promo like this in an ECB, it makes the um that makes the whole thing that much sweeter. And again, it's crazy to see uh Fukuda-san get another card like this. Uh I think Braish, Brace Gaming, you guys know Braish. Yeah. If you don't, he's over on Twitter, Brace Gaming. Uh he loves he loves Fukuda-san. And I think when like the when 20th anniversary set sort of got revealed and we knew that some of the artists were going to get, some throwback artists were to come back and draw cards in a similar vein to older styles. Brace reached out um, to Fukuda-san on Twitter and they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know whether they feigned ignorance or maybe they just hadn't yeah. gotten involved yet. But yeah, it was funny to see then when the card got revealed, Brace was pumped. And yeah, yeah rightly so. It's cool to see cards like that come back in a style um, that everyone is so familiar with. Don't know if it's got the holographic on it. I'm looking at it again now. It does look a bit flat, but I don't think it really matters. Um, it's a gold star. And it will most likely have some element of holographic to it in the same vein as the older gold stars. But yeah, yeah it's really cool. And it makes it it makes it that much sweeter. Uh if you do land one of these ETBs at retail, you get a freaking uh, excuse me, but you get a wicked promo inside of it as well. So yeah. it's gonna be fun to open these up for sure.
0: Definitely. Sakurai, your thoughts?
1: What do I have to say? <laughs> Excellent promo. Um, we have been anticipating, you know, how it looked. And indeed, it's, uh, you know, Masakazu Fukuda. Very, very nice. Um, yeah, I, again, I do hope it's a, pro, uh, a foil promo, but I think it is. You know, most promos are mm. foil. Um But the the launch, you know, how how this card was revealed was was along with the Pokemon Center Elite Trainer Box uh, on the Pokemon Center website. And um, a lot of people that could buy that uh, were uh, denied buying it, essentially. Um, And a lot of people were um, irritated um, because that was probably the one and only chance for to get any evolution products. I know that's what I think uh, for them. And um, some people are really, really angry, uh, or, you know, to Pokemon Center in general. Uh, if you listen this and you did not win any, um, you know, Pokemon Center Elite Training Box, do not worry. The, this is such a big anticipated set. Just like Shining Fates, you know, it. you know, it's no, nobody wants any more Shining Fates. It's at MSOP right now, it's sitting right there. And during launch, everyone is uh, you know, oh oh I'm gonna miss out on a set. Sculper this, you know, sculper that and this and that. Relax. <laughs> if you do not if you do not get this promo or any of this product, you know, you know, don't mind. I do think, you know, the Pokemon the training box, it looks nice, but the extras in there are not essential, you know. It's uh, like an extra deck box you know, uh, other, other design deck sleeves other design, uh, deck, di- uh, no, uh, car dividers, some alum- aluminum, um, uh, you know, uh, dice, but f- for that, you know, it's in a little bit more packs contents, you know, why would you go crazy over that? I, 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 I don't go crazy for that. Um, yeah. It looks nice, you know, if you can get it at MSOP, but it is, it's not essential. And if you can get the training box, if you just care about the promo, you can get the regular version from retailers. So,
2: Wait, when was the last time uh, Hidden Fates ETBs got another print run? Was it two, three, four months ago? That's a set from 2019. So, those ETBs, yeah. you know, we were still seeing them get yeah. restocked or, you know, have extra runs through this year alone. It's 2021. So, yeah. that's that's the, the, bl- the blueprint is there. Like Zachariah said, you know, if you miss it, You'll get you'll get another go. There'll definitely be another chance to go on the merry-go-round.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, and if you do care about you know getting uh, opening packs at launch, because a lot of people want you know pack a, packs at launch, you no, know, that that's up to you. Um, you can get singles. I assume you know this is a small rather small set. There will be so much opened, and there will be so much sold. I I don't think a lot of these cards will be in an uh, upper uh, you know uh three digits dig- uh, digits i don't know I, I don't think so uh that green year star promo that uh, my my expectation it will be uh below 50 dollars uh, you know usd that it's it's such uh, you know s- s- similar like that EVV Max promo the Charizard at V promo for Champions path it will be it's a mass printed promo it it won't mm. have any uh, high rarity maybe down the line you know in 10 years probably you know when this product is sealed but yeah i i don't think it will do anything crazy you know from a uh, financial speculation your know, market speculation i think a lot of people are overestimating this this set mm. in general you know um just if you can get it, you know, get this product, you know, at MSOP. If you miss out on release, you know, get some singles Why not. Yeah,
2: yet? And they're, th- those singles are all going to hit at once as well. Real yeah. hard. The market's
0: going to get flooded, definitely. Yeah.
2: Like, like, again, you said, small set, but people will open the ETB. Well, people will typically buy the ETB to get the packs and sell the promo off to make their money back on the money they spent on the ETB. So, they, they're just using the promo as a way to open their packs for free in essence. So, the, the promo can't really be priced more than however much the, the packs inside are. So, yeah, it's it's all going to hit all at once. It's going to be fun to watch. And if you like buying singles, you're going to have a good time.
0: <laughs>
2: Absolutely. And the, the
0: thing is as well, like you guys were saying, you know, this is a um, holiday set generally speaking the holiday sets they come out october november they then have a release cycle that goes on until about easter of certain products coming out you know bit by bit um so bear that in mind as we're talking about our like shining fates i went into town this afternoon and two stores had shining fates etb sitting on the shelf you know msrp <laughs> yeah you can go and buy them now certain stores had even had them discounted they're still sitting there. You know, the third print waves come out. They're still available. If you're desperate for it, you can get it. Celebration's going to be the same way. The set is a similar style set to Detective Pikachu, four cards per pack. The size of the set is going to be similar to Detective Pikachu. The cards are more iconic, I think. But like you said, they're going to mass flood the market and they're, they're going to be looked at as commons and uncommons in a set. You know, there's only going to be mm. two or three cards like the um, Professor's Research Oak, like the, sh- you know, Shiny Mew, that people will be like, oh yeah, I want that. But again, with the number hitting the market, they're going to be affordable. It's not going to be crazy. So pick up singles, don't overpay at launch. If you're a content career and you desperately want it, you're going to pay for it. You got to you make that judgment for yourself. What What's your budget um, for it? What do you want to pay for it? Uh, do your best. There are still opportunities where people with major stores haven't put pre-orders out. Um, so keep an eye out on those um, and yeah, you know, uh, don't rush into it and enjoy it when it, when it does come out.
2: Yeah. Cool. On, on that, sorry, cause I do, I want to yeah. give the Aussie touch here, the Aussie angle, cause yes. it, it often gets overlooked. So I'll fill you in on that topic uh, of day one orders. So we have basically what happens here, um, EB games, which is like GameStop, they, they get their first cut. They get the first stab at, product and they get the, the lion's share of it. Then the rest of the smaller retailers they'll get they'll get a pick at it too. But EB games put their pre orders up and it's, it's actually really funny because for like a day or two you can order you can order as much as you want. There's a 10 person limit on each item which is a lot. Um, but there's nothing really stopping you from making bulk accounts and ordering as much as you want, you gotta put down about, you know, 10% of the actual product as a deposit. But our pre orders were up for about a day or two, um, including ultra premium collection as well wow. and then yeah yeah and it was up for a while and then and then they and then they they got fully like sold out or allocated they actually came around again for another run but that second run of pre-orders was like two weeks after and it was when most people had realized that the smaller stores weren't really going to get a big allocation of it so of course panic kicked in and then when eb said okay we're going to have another run of orders it's one per person this time uh i think it was like 30 seconds those lasted and then they were gone so it's going to be if you miss the boat in Oz for launch, you've probably you've missed it now. I think anyway. Um, but again, you'll get another go. You always do, and EB always always comes through with massive amounts of stock on day one. If you didn't pre-order, it'll be on the shelf for you to buy when you walk in.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, UK is very similar in that sense. I think we've had two of the major retailers already put the pre-orders out, but one of them was like throughout the night it was still available and I checked in the morning and it all sort of sold out I was like okay that and that is a store that a lot of people get heads up of um, in certain groups and Facebook groups etc so yeah um, like you say if you if you're early enough and you know mm. by listening to podcasts like this about what's coming out when right. um, you know <laughs> um, watching Jay loves videos as well listen look keeping an eye on pokey Guardian, You'll you'll be in the know well before pre-orders open anyway. You can start planning and budgeting. And I always say, you know, when a special set's going to come out, you can always budget for it. Most people don't collect normal sets throughout the year; they just like to collect the special sets. So, um, just a FYI for future, you know, start saving in the summer. Mm. By the time September, late August hits mid August, get your pre-orders in because that's when the special holiday set always always comes out for pre-order.
2: It's, cool it's not a meme read more it, on poker guardian it's real Absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> some more cards um from this set like i said there's a lot to cover from the 25th anniversary um set and we have got mewtwo ex and reshiram from s8a in japan um so the reshiram's a brand new card which is going to be in the main set and obviously the Mewtwo EX we've seen this before this is going to be in the promo set that Reshiram though wow um absolutely stunning this is should have been a special lot isn't that right, Julian? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, definitely going a rare in that category. Should This,
0: this, this should have been a special art. Imagine this as a full oh, art yeah. card. This would have been yeah. absolutely mind-blowing. It'd be up there with the Shibuzu um, Galeria Moltres in my eyes. Same vibe, yeah, yeah for sure. absolutely. Beautiful by Kusubi. Uh, Kusubi? Kasubi. I don't know how Kusube. to pronounce it. Kusubi. yeah. Fantastic. I knew you'd know. Um <laughs> Yeah, stunning card. Um, So from a playability point of view, for those of you interested, it is E-classification, so it will be standard format for the next two years. Scorching Wind, this attack does 20 damage to each of your opponent's bench Pokemon for a double colorless. And um, for two fire and a colorless Black Flame, which is 80 plus. So if Zekrom is on your bench, this attack does 80 more damage. So that Reshiram Zekrom Um, vibe, you know, if you've got both of them in play, this does 160 for two um, Fire and a Colourless. So yeah, you know, um, there could be playability there. Interesting card, but again, the Mewtwo. Mewtwo, again, is one of the big fan favourites. I don't know anyone who doesn't have some sort of a Mewtwo collection. Everyone's got some Mewtwo cards in their collection at some point. But, uh, yeah, thoughts, guys, Zachariah, let's start with you this time.
1: Yeah. Um, again, like you just uh, said, excellent, uh, duo of reveals, um, that restaurant promo by, uh, Aya Kosube. um, that artwork, she, she, she did, uh, illustrate restaurant before in black and white legendary treasures. Mm. So that style is very, very familiar, um. So I do think it's a soft, um, uh, how, do, how do you say it?
2: The throwback, for sure. Throw, throwback, indeed, yeah. for sure.
1: Uh, tribute uh, artwork to the black and white version, you know, uh, and I think it looks absolutely gorgeous. The Mewtwo, the, the X-Ball Mewtwo, <laughs> that card was um, absolutely destroyed. Um, you know, tournaments, tournaments, um if you look at ptcg radio's video on it uh, he will tell you some uh, more stuff about it um i think at the time he played also so he knows uh how mu um, 2 ex dominated yeah very very nice card um what do i have to say i think i do think it's a little bit uh, more uh r- weird to see you know more of these modern era ex and gx cards being uh, in celebrations um we will see uh how they indeed they will look you know it's a different take you know uh on uh, you know on a modern ex uh, border uh you know template so i'm very curious how the texturing will work on there um they are textured even uh, these ones you know the EX card the regular arts which is very interesting um yeah how much do we, t- we going to talk about celebrations <laughs> but Coming back to celebration twentieth anniversary collection. Um yeah. What do we have to say? Yeah. Black and white destinies, it was originally um uh, you know uh, released in Mewtwo EX. And I think um yeah, Mewtwo, Mewtwo EX need not this one, but another one also was revealed, um, was from black and white. You know, with uh, Mew EX uh, and a Mew 2 EX from the Ultra Premium Collection from the, the generations six years ago, five years ago. And I think it's still super nice to see, you know, Mew 2 is always that fan favorite that will be in each uh, anniversary, essentially, <laughs> from what I see. And uh, I think it's very cool. Nothing Absolutely. else more to add.
2: Yeah, mm.
0: Julian, any thoughts?
2: Yeah, I love the Reshiram. I think it's awesome. And I like I like the tribute. It's really cool. Um the Mewtwo could be a cold take. I'm not the biggest Mewtwo fan, so I have no like real affinity to this card. Sometimes that happens. Like yeah. you know, you see a card and you, yeah, I can appreciate. It. I'm not not ragging on it, but um it just exists for me, which is what it is. So it'll look nice in hand. I get, I imagine I won't be too disappointed if I found it, but yeah, I didn't didn't go crazy over it. I'm more of a I'm more of a Mew fan. I like Mew a little bit more. I like Mew cards more. So. Yeah.
0: I think I'm similar in that vein because I wasn't around when this was playable and smashing everything in sight in in the game. But um you know, it, it's it's more iconic for those guys who were playing at the time, I think. Mm. Um for me, the Mew Tube by Mitsuhiro Arita that was in Shining Legends is probably my favorite Mewtwo mm. card. Yeah. Um so I would have probably have picked that, but that's more of a full art card. So would that have fitted in with the way that they're doing the rest of the cards in this? It seems to be more of a they're picking set cards for most cards. So I don't think it would have fit in with, with what they're trying to achieve as consistency is concerned. But yeah, great card. And I think it's more those people who were playing at the time would appreciate this this card a lot more than, uh, than maybe we have as well.
2: Yeah, and that's what it's about. It's about catering to everybody. So it's yeah. good to see absolutely
1: Uh, by the way i think um in my opinion my personal opinion uh dark rye ex from dark explorers i do think that card is more iconic than this Mewtwo ex it's my my personal opinion you know yeah because i think that card looks so nice um especially the full art that's one of these cards you'll see especially in japanese wow this is a very nice card and it actually you know destroyed tournaments as well yep at the time, so um, if I could, if I could pick, you know, uh, two black and white era cards, it would have been these two. Yeah. Easily. Yeah.
0: Excellent. But again, I think it's uh, maybe the pick of the fan favourites because Darkrai probably doesn't yeah. fit in that mould. Um, yeah. Because a lot of people who would possibly like Darkrai would probably pick Gengar ahead of Darkrai. Maybe you know, sort of dark, ghosty yeah. type Pokemon. So yeah. Cool. Okay, let's have a look at some more English celebrations products now. So we're looking at the twenty-fifth anniversary tin uh, for Dark Silvion uh, and Lance's Charizard V have been revealed. So again, we're going to have two different versions of this. We've got the um, what we say the North American market with the sort of tag team GX style bigger boxes. Do you get those in Australia as well, Julian?
2: Yeah, you do. Yeah. you get you get those boxes. I'm actually just looking at this one again. Are these the memorial tins? Is this what people were calling the memorial tins? Mm -hmm. Or am I getting that's different? Okay, because yeah, because I thought this Well, from what I understand, this is coming out in Australia in a box, but not in a tin. The Lance Charizard, the Lance's Charizard, they are
0: coming out in a box as well with a jumbo, from my understanding. Um, Okay, I have seen both of these cards in a collection box with a jumbo card as well. But they seem to be bringing out tins as well. They have done these for different markets previously as well. Yeah. Um, but um, we're seeing the octagonal tin as well, the smaller tin, which is more traditionally seen in the UK and the EU, um, with probably one less pack and a slightly lower MSRP. Um but yeah, the bigger tins we've seen and we have seen a trend in recent sets where there has been a jumbo collection box but then they've brought these tins out a short while after. Um, so it's interesting to see. Um, the big version costs $54 um, Singapore dollars because these are Singapore reveals. Yes. So $54.90, which roughly equates to $41 US dollars. And the smaller one is $34.90. 34- Dollars ninety Sing- Singapore dollars, so that's roughly twenty six US dollars. So let's say th- MSRP US. The big one's probably thirty nine ninety nine. The smaller one probably a twenty four ninety nine price point, um, which is about consistent to what we'd expect. And the pack size, I think it's going to be the usual sort five packs in the big one, four packs in the smaller one. That's what we've come to come to expect from these things. But being a celebrations tin. I have a feeling you won't just be getting celebrations packs in there. You'll probably get a mixture of celebrations and some more of the recent booster packs. So maybe like something like two celebrations and three or four of the recent um, sets. I don't know how they're going to do the split, but uh, it's quite apparent with all these products so far, um, you're going to get a small amount of celebrations packs and more filler booster packs from recent sets in there.
2: Um, i like that i quite like that approach because i was thinking i'm like I'm, I'm thinking like you know bloat anybody because <laughs> this is like the same uh, i i'm getting i'm getting confused now with the, the the products because we're seeing the same kinds of different products but yeah if you're gonna see different packs in these that's kind of cool i like that
0: yeah and i think um, again it's, it's it's a different product for different people some people like having oversized cards um, but then a lot of people are well, how do I display them? How do I store them? You know, <laughs> do do you get jumbo folders, you know? And, and they're not, people don't really like looking at cards in jumbo folders because one card per page is a bit fiddly turning the pages. You want something you can put into like a nine pocket, 12 pocket page and be able to see your cards a bit more freely or have them in little displays out on display. Um, with, the, with the oversized cards, people don't really like a lot of them don't like them. Sometimes the tins are a lot more appealing to certain individuals. So, again, I think it's catering for different people. Um, and also we've got the tins that cater for different markets as well. But I do like the design. I love the the look of the um, the, the style uh, stylization they're using with this um, celebrations. You've seen on the play mats the other products that have been announced as well, decks, sleeves, you know, um, with this sort of like almost um, airbrushed gum metal Mm. with a white and you can see all the starters in the background um really nice um style i really like the style it just looks very modern fresh uh, but captures the sort of essence of the 25 years as such with all this every single starter from every generation i think Mm. but um yeah what do you guys you know what what your any other thoughts you guys want to add to this
2: more packs in a tin <laughs> that's what i see <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no i think i think that, i think you covered it all really
0: yeah
1: i do think it's a little bit uh like i think i've, I've heard the word bloated yeah just give us you know more uh all the promos than this you know this this is like the fourth product you know for for this you know for these promos you know that's you know the regular version you know, the the celebration collection then there's the v memories collection which probably is an American exclusive or something like that. Now you have this one, which is probably le- released internationally. Uh, we don't know much uh, of this product so far. It's only been, uh, you know, revealed for, uh, you know, uh, Singapore. Mm. But pro- most of the time, you no, know, most of these Singaporean products are international products. You know, Pokemon Asia uh, gets uh, some of these stuff as well. Yeah. Um, t- speaking of the promos again, yeah. We this is the first time you've seen uh, you know the full you know uh not uncut but you know the full artwork and I do think you know it's not I'm not a fan of these cards um, Lance Sylvion V you know it looks cool in my opinion but I've rather seen you know um, the original and was by uh, Ayaka Sube probably it was from the VS set and then reimagined you know as a V card with the yeah. original art style that would be In my opinion, cooler. But hey, again, I don't work at creatures. So, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm not, you know, I don't make these decisions. Dark Sylveon, again, it looks also, yeah, I don't know. It it doesn't look dark to me. It looks like, like, like the bill a little bit angry or something, but not dark or something. I've expected more evil, you know with like a creepy smile or something uh, something like that um that
2: to, those fangs out yeah it, it's everyone <laughs> yeah, has yeah. fangs
1: indeed it exactly. has fangs why not use them to your advantage you know <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah why not um but again I hope there are some full arts of, of these cards you know uh or special arts or something like that but again we don't we don't know anything of celebrations uh, let's hope. Let's hope it uh, will be. Uh, it will have more cards than uh, twenty-five uh, cards per uh, set list.
2: Yeah. yeah, it it definitely. When you think about it, it definitely does feel like a missed opportunity. And I remember feeling a little bit underwhelmed when we saw those two cards because they're nice, but there's just something off, and it's hard to put your finger on it. And then I was just thinking on that because you said maybe put some different promos in these tins if you're going to release this different type of product. Okay. Some different promos in it, and I was like, Yeah, that's probably a good idea, or different variety of the card, like the V card that you get on the top of it. But then I was like, I actually dislike that approach with Evolving Skies because with the, the Jolteon, Vaporeon, Flareon tins, that annoyed me because they split the cards or they they split the setup and put those cards in the tins. So then you've got to buy the tins as well if you want to get the cards, or you've got to buy the singles, and the singles are a little bit more expensive. So I don't know it's a double-edged sword with this stuff I think if they're gonna like I'd rather they didn't split up cards and take cards away from main sets and put them in these tins and I'd rather they just not (laughs) make these tins because it's just blow it's just blow if you're not like doing something cool with it there's like an opportunity there like maybe just don't do it at all I don't know is that is am I is that just me am I on my own here
1: I, I do think it makes sense for uh, uh, celebra- so special sets, you know, this approach, but not for main sets. Um, I think it's mm. kind of weird, you know, to, to uh, remove essentially Viporion, Freyon and Jolteon V in the regular arts from the set and uh, only leave the full arts in. The special arts are also not present in Evolving Skies. This probably be, uh, you know, is going to be reserved for another uh, box product, something like that. Maybe, you know, put it all together and with the VMAX special art premium product, you know, hippie, everyone is uh, happy, you know, $50 <laughs> again, you know. And yeah, the sets are, you know, I think we've discussed this uh, in a previous podcast episode. The sets are just too bloated, you know, yeah. they have to cut something in mm. favor for, for, you know, something. But yeah, it's, uh, It makes sense, you know. I don't mind it for special sets, but again, it's a special set. You know, you are allowed to do that, in my opinion. That doesn't uh, matter. But for main sets, you know, just throw them all in there. You Mm. know, at least make the the regular arts, you know, not tints, you know. At least make some alternative artwork so that, you know, make it a a VMAX Climax art, for example, in Japan. But this is clearly, oh, uh, we need to make... uh, money and you know (laughs) evolution's on there but at least commission you know commission please commission some artists for an alternative artwork yeah why not you know
0: i mean these two promos personally they look like um screen grabs from an enemy yeah that's it Um, yeah i think that's what it is yeah Yeah. and and i can i I can imagine seeing these pokemon maybe in the evolutions youtube series that's currently started um we'll probably see these two somewhere down the line (laughs) um in that series it's still from the from one from, of the episodes yeah there and it is it's probably the, there's a tie-in you know um <laughs> but it does look like an anime sort of screen grab um to me it's just uh, just has that vibe to it yeah okay i think we've talked a lot about 25th anniversary set and celebrations <laughs> let's talk about something else now yeah Let's go back to football, or soccer as everyone in North America <laughs> like to call it, um, a sobble on the ball. Um, so this promo was revealed while we were on an international break here in the UK, um, uh, while England were playing in the World Cup qualifiers. And um, yeah, the final futsal promo, sobble on the ball, was revealed. Uh, it came out on Friday in-game in England. But was available on Game UK website with certain products. Uh, there's a very definitive list. I think there's eight products available that you could buy this with. Um, some of them are still available. Shining Fates ETB, for example. <laughs> um, Chilling. I think Chilling Rain ETB and um, Battle Stars ETBs, and then there was one with like. Um, I think it was the Trainers Toolkit as well. So yeah, those you can get online if you're in the UK. So if you're outside of England in Wales, um, Scotland or Northern Ireland, you can pick it up on Game UK's website. But it is going to cost you a little bit more. England, you can walk into any game store in England. As long as you spend £15 on Pokemon TCG products, you can pick one of these up. But it is very difficult to find anything £15-ish mark because uh, there's loose packs are sold out <laughs> and um, blister packs are sold out so it's only ETBs or trainers toolkits or <laughs> themed decks like v-, v Battle decks available at the moment in store so you're going to have to spend about 20 well, £30 pounds minimum to get one of these That's so how they yeah, get you <laughs> Yes, that's how they get you at the moment but um, <laughs> there is a lot of products being released next week Friday Um, So we have got the the um, uh, evolution tins coming out, I believe. We've got the V Union boxes coming out next week Friday as well. Um, So there's quite a few products coming out um, next week Friday in the UK and I think Europe as well. So that might be a a good time to wait until most game stores get an um, adequate amount of these promos to hand out. Um, from my experience, each store gets at least a hundred and then they do get a replenishment if they're running low. So it's not like they're not easily available. They will be available throughout the promotional period. Um, but it is an interesting card. It is the fifth card for the fifth and final card from this mini set. Pikachu. That is the one that um, is not available publicly. You have to have run um, a school football program and have registered for a lottery in advance to get a goodie bag that would come with the Pikachu promo. And we don't know how many Pikachu promos per goodie bags are available to the school. So the organizer of the football program would apply for that, get them, and then distribute them to all the young kids who take part in that uh, futsal uh, program.
2: So so did that did that come out, the Pikachu? yes this is these these cards are foreign to me yes yeah. over here in so watch. yeah so
0: these are england exclusive cards so obviously we had evie come out quite a while ago and then we had um Grookey, and then it stopped during lockdown while it while most of the uk was in lockdown Score Bunny then came out um when the euro champ just after the euro championships finished i think um and then sobbles now come out um Pikachu, again, was meant to have come out earlier, but because of lockdown and uh, schools being closed, they obviously delayed that. We have seen uh, Pikachu materialize on eBay in the UK, um, which sold for, I think it was £32,000. But that seller relisted mm-hmm. one, and uh, and I don't know if it's the same one um, or whether that one got sold or not. So it's 8000 listed at the moment, not sold. Um, I don't know if it's sold or not, but I have been watching it. Um, But that's, again, it's a bit like the sort of Charizard. um, First one to get it and send it into PSA as quickly Mm -hmm. as they can and get Pop 1, you know, PSA 10. That that in the long run for a very, 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 very limited Pikachu promo to have the first PSA 10 graded version... Um, will obviously have a premium attached to it. So I think that's the race to get it graded more than anything for the first one. Yeah. And then you'll start to see the price plummet a bit. Um, but yeah, it's it's been an interesting set. Nothing amazing artwork-wise. Um, the artwork is actually listed as illustration and direction by the Pokemon Company art team. So no specific artist named on these cards. Um, but yeah, they've all got a sort of consistent style to them um each pokemon is involved with a with a ball um in this case sobble is in goal um and it's a very rare occasion you see a smile on sobble's face from from my experience True. my son is a huge sobble fan so i obviously have to get one of these for him and hmm. frame it and put it in his room so 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 <laughs> yes i will be attempting and because he's got a, you can see he's got a yellow jersey on that is a goalkeeper's jersey so he is definitely a goalkeeper in this
2: card. Um these, these promos have got all the makings of like sleeper sleeper hit. Like from just from the sound of it like okay, they'll probably they've probably printed a lot of them. Yeah. Um but their distribution method sounds wild. And then like the fact that it's happened over a couple of years maybe people have forgotten, Mister, you know they thought it would well they take for granted that it's going to be there and then when they go to get it they're, they're sold out. Yeah. Then the way that they're handed out, so that Pikachu, you're saying it's going to be handed out in like, goodie bags and stuff like that. Just is sounds so convoluted. But if those are getting handed out in bags, like it's going to be tough to find one in good nick or good good condition. Yeah, yeah, these are these are these are interesting promos, and and they're only like people in the UK really know about them. They don't really get spoken about a lot outside. Of, I mean, I only really hear them when you guys talk about it, to be honest. So yeah. they're, they're cute. They'll look nice in a row, but yeah, getting all five. Sounds whack. Sounds yeah. really <laughs> crazy getting all five of them.
0: Well, I've, I've spoken about this on Twitter and in the previous podcast about the Pikachu. You know, it's going to be one of those cards that, okay, so... Organizers applying by lottery to get these goodie bags, they might be getting it simply for the fact of the equipment they get with these goodie bags because there's markers and stuff, so then they can organize play, not aware of what the Pikachu's are in here. Mm. Even if they are aware, it's their obligation, if they're ethically right, to distribute them to the kids who play. Most of them are four, five, six, seven-year-old kids. They're gonna go in the bottom of a of a boot bag, get (laughs) burnt creased. You know, kids aren't yeah. going to know what the value of these things are and they'll probably sit in the bottom of a bag for God knows how long. Mm. So the, it's going to be very, very difficult to find them in good condition unless people are aware. Um, and I'm sure people will be aware because young children playing football, organisers are going to be told by the parents or collectors or people oh, you know yeah. or friends are there saying, listen, if you're getting these... Um, Make sure you you know you keep them in good condition. You make sure the kids know what they are, or you hold on to them and don't give them to the kids. You know, depending on the type of person yeah. who is running, but most people are really good people who run these football clubs for youngsters. They do it on a volunteer, volunteer basis. Um, so you know you'd hope that they'd get into the right the hands. But again, we don't know how many. I think four hundred um, is the number of goody packs being sent mm. out how many promo cards are in those um sets is unknown so 400 um, organized clubs for youngsters will be getting this um but yeah i think it's interesting that it's going to be i think this is going to be one of the hardest to get pikachus in the long run in a psa 10 quality you know near mint um simply because of the distribution method of it it's great yeah, it's going to be interesting yeah. Um, and, and people are going to be kicking themselves. I've been helping people, especially in the USA, get get hold of the rest of the cards um, in this series. And, you know, when you've got four and that Pikachu's missing, yeah. oh, it's, yeah. it's, you know, people are going to kick themselves. I mean, I've got a Pikachu um, just behind me. Where is it? Somewhere here. <laughs> it's somewhere here. Is this I the one I think it is? <laughs> it's literally, they were giving out this... Uh, A3 size holder For you to put the cards in with little slots But on the back of it There was a 1 to 1 scale Pikachu (laughs) On the ball And the cardstock material is very similar To Pokemon cardstock material So if you used an X-Acto pen (laughs) And cut it out And just put it in a one-touch case. It looks like the actual card. I have tried to con people, and people have said, oh my god, have you got that card? By just having it in my background to see if anyone spotted it in my videos. Um, and I have had one or two people ask questions. Is that is that a real one? Um but, and I obviously confess straight away. But yeah, yeah, it's uh yeah, that's gonna be a difficult one to get hold of but yeah awesome little promo awesome little mini set and i think over time as you say it's going to be one of those niche collections that a lot, a lot of people outside the uk england would have known about and then they're going to suddenly be like wow okay these are very limited um and be interested potentially in the long run and getting hold of them
1: yeah and also i think this is very interesting because um i, th- I, th- I, th- I think i've thought you last year for example uh, personally know in, in, uh, uh, in the messages maybe we can see more lotteries uh, in the future like this Um, and for example you know the Pokemon Masters EX uh, they are doing sweepstakes you know giving the 300 400 uh, uh, Lunala and Lily play mats Uh, why not for Pokemon cards in the future why not per uh, region because that um, Lunala and uh, Lily play mat I think it was like Canada USA And Japan exclusive. That's it. So uh, I can absolutely see in the future more uh, sweepstakes like this. Or lotteries, however you want it called. Uh, It's very interesting. Um, And again, Pikachu is very popular. There will be Japanese collectors that, one, have money. You know, they have money. And two, they will spend that money on Pikachu. There are collects in the in there that need that need to have every Pikachu there is. Not you know, it's almost impossible. But <laughs> considering how many Pikachu's there are, but you know, there there will be so many people trying to get a hold of. I do think the auction, like you mentioned, uh, is a little bit shady. Uh, I have to admit, you know, we don't know what's legit or not. Um, keep that in mind. You know, it does not reflect actual value. But hey, whenever uh, someone wants to pay for it, you know. I do think thirty thousand uh or dollar something or pound. That's that's you know trophy card territory essentially. That's not I think it's not worth it, uh personally, you know. Um but indeed we need uh we need more information. I think that's the, the, the first Definitely. thing. Yeah, before you can splash the cash on there. And yeah. that, that's that's why trophy cards are so so expensive, you know. There's it's literally, you know, it's a trophy card. There there are probably extras on there, but not uh, 10k uh, extra copies, you know. It's very limited. It's a trophy card. But this, we don't know how many extras there are. There There are probably maybe 2,000 extras sitting in a warehouse or probably taken by some employee, you know, backdoor. Who who knows, you know, maybe in the future, you know, you will see, hey, there are 100 extra Pikachu and a ball promos. Who knows, you know, so uh, be careful with this kind of stuff. If you can miss it, you know. If you can miss the money, fair to you. But uh, yeah, be careful with uh, with what you pay. Yeah. Um, and uh, we might see uh, some more promotions, by the way, because I think the the contract with uh, the, the FA and Pokemon Company, I think it uh, lasts at least one year from now. I think it was a three year contract. Yeah. So um, we will see what happens.
0: Yeah, Maybe absolutely. More. Yeah. I think what what's um, what's really Promising about this is that we're getting regional exclusives outside of Japan now. Yeah, where historically we've got exclusive cards which are Japan only. Yeah, we're now getting like this is a UK exclusive. You know, you've yeah. got the special delivery bid of North yeah. American exclusive. True, you know, special de- delivery cards are North yeah. American exclusives. This is a UK, this is an England exclusive. Hopefully, we'll maybe one day see an Australian exclusive, Dutch exclusive, you yeah. know, some cards which are exclusive. And this is part yeah. of collecting, you know, Ex- making things yeah. exclusive to regions, having international yeah. friends, yes. organizing international trades. You know, it shouldn't be easy to pick up every single card. It should, there should be some which are dream cards, which are a little bit difficult to obtain it's part of the challenge of collecting it's part of the interest of collecting everything was easy to pick up and collect it would you know that that um it would just that passion would die off there's got to be something that you're chasing that isn't so easy to get um and it's great having these kind of promos it does encourage in today's day and age where through social media we all engage internationally to be able to you know I, I just traded a score bunny for a special delivery Pikachu before that blew up. Um, yeah. So that was, you know, I'd done a future trade pretty much. One of my friends sent me that and said, well, send me the score bunny when it comes out on the ball. And that, you know, that worked in that sense. So it does help, you know, if, you, if you're if you open to engaging with people in other mm-hmm. regions,
2: if we get more of these, it'd be really fun, I think, a fun way to trade yeah. in the future. Yeah, yeah we- it's that's a conversation. Sorry, sorry, that
1: now, whoever's in charge whoever in the department that uh, makes these, you know, these contracts, the partnerships, you know, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. I really appreciate, uh, you know, the work. I do think it should have been done much, much earlier, you know. But at least, uh, even Japanese, you know, oh, there are some exclusives that I need to, uh, you know, buy, you know, or trade for with other collectors, and it opens up another world indeed for many other collectors yeah. hey now I can you know, i have something to give to these other regions now and that's indeed like tar shed part of collecting in general and that's a good thing yeah
2: send some send some nice promos to australia i got mine <laughs> um the other day i think i i don't know where i put it i think i just shoved it to the side because it was uh it was the Sandaconda, but with the Eevee game stamp. And I just, I totally forgot. I think I was, I bought the triple pack blisters of Evolving Skies. And when I got to the end of the bag, I was like, what on earth is this? I had to like do a double take. I, I don't even remember when it came out. I don't know why they gave it to me. Well, I probably, I think it's like spend 20 and you get it. Yeah. I knew nothing about it. I should probably go do my homework, but that's <laughs> it's the first promo I've seen this year. So. Yeah, I saw
1: that. I saw that. I saw that. Just- Read more on cool. Guardian, Julian
2: <laughs> oh, Okay, okay, I know I've got I to do my homework
0: <laughs> Talking about promos We've got a Piplup promo From Project Piplup Revealed So Piplup's it, getting some love Pip, say Piplup quite a few times Is getting a bit of a tongue twister <laughs> um, yeah. So starting on September the 21st Which is a week from today when we're recording this If you live in Japan you can get a special Project Piplup Stamped Piplup promo Which is Two, two, three, promo number 232 SP. Um, so it's in collaboration with a special project Piplup that's been launched by Pokemon a while ago. Uh, it includes various activities to do with Piplup. So you can get this card via the Pokemon Center stores, online Lawson stores, and Bandai Namco arcade stores in Japan. So various distribution methods looks like they want to get this into as many people's hands as possible. It's going to be a widely printed card, similar to stuff we've had in the past. Like, you know, we've had that little cute shaman card, which is a promo handed out in numerous distributions about a year and a half, two years ago in Japan. Um, the kind of card that you see, you know, handed out in pretty much convenience stores and everywhere else as well. Um, yeah, cute. Very, very cute artwork, have to say. Um I had to do a double take. Is it a so-so? Is it not? No, it's not a so-so. The, the lines are too sharp and around it. So yeah, but very cute. Um, thoughts, guys? Zachariah.
1: Yeah, like you said, it's a cute card. Um, I think the, the artist um, does it pretty well. Saya Suruta, yeah. Um, which is indeed, uh, you know, very, very distinctive style. Um, very nice card. Very nice stamp logo on there. Which um, is not always the case, you know. With other promos, like uh, Julian mentioned, you know, the Santa Conda promo, uh, the game. No, no, it's EB Games. That one is nice. Now, EB
0: Games looks nice, actually. Yeah. It was the other yeah. one. Which one was Stop. it? Uh, the GameStop one. Yeah, oh my god, They just use a default font, didn't yeah. they? Like a standard font. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. In my opinion, it's awful. Um, why? I mean, you know, at least put, you know, stroke it, you know, with a, a line on there, you know, to highlight it a bit but it's just stamped on there. Um, but hey, this is how it should be indeed. Um, like I said, sh- like sh- probably a mass distrib- a distribution, probably more than a Yuna Gaba Pikachu, which also was fairly uh, high in distribution. Yeah, um, yeah very nice. Um, the thought in this is typically Japan, you know, you go to the Lawson convenience store, you need to, you know, to, to purchase two, you know, probably some uh, candies, uh, products, and <clears throat> you'll get a Piblo promo. And yeah. I think that's only in Japan, you know. And I think Japan does that also always very well. Uh, you know, Bandai, and Namco, you know, amusement uh, arcade halls. I, I wish I uh, I lived in Japan, you know, for, for this kind of stuff. You know, international does not do this at all. Uh, In the past, by the way, they did some, um, they gave out some uh, uh, Pokemon Day promos, I think like 15 years ago, at indeed amusement parks. You know, they were official Pokemon events run by some uh, special companies, Um, but they don't don't, uh, do that anymore, uh, which is a shame. Maybe you should uh, look into that. I have in my room sitting um, a Pikachu uh, line. exclusive to the Netherlands uh, speaking of that and these are Pikachu Pokemon Day stamps and uh, they've been released in Germany and Italy uh, something like that but the English version is exclusive to the Netherlands so the Netherlands does you know it does have some nice promos (laughs) but it's a reprint of artwork you know it's just an artwork so nothing too crazy but it's still nice hey the Netherlands you know has something exclusive as well and it's a Pikachu and that's why I said, you know, it's almost impossible to collect all of the Pikachus. It's so, so much, you know, so much to document. There are some people that uh, have come very far, but there's a huge paywall. Snap Pikachu, for example. It's, yeah. it's there. And um, recently it surfaced, but I think it, it took like six years for it to surface, you know, for example, or 10 years. So have fun collecting all of the pikachus <laughs> coming back to the people promo sorry um yeah, amazing promo uh let's see uh i, I think it's non holo um yeah it's just a regular yeah regular, it's a regular promo. promo but no, no. Uh, yeah very nice card
0: yeah julian anything you want
2: to add to that if you can get a page of this i think it's going to look nice that's about it yeah. but these in a binder it'll look cool yeah, i like cool. the stamp the stamp sort of matches the um the illustration, I think that's why this, yeah. the stamp is so nice on this So, yeah,
0: it fits in really nicely with the artwork. As you say, this is going to be a hundred-yet promo all day long, it's not going to be expensive. Yeah,
2: um, yeah.
0: It's, yeah, absolutely. Cool, okay. Japan TCG set Starbirth, um, that's featuring Arceus as allegedly releasing in January 2022, and the V-Star mechanic has also been mentioned. Now, why don't you talk us through this story, Zachariah? You've, you've obviously written this, you've yes. got this information. Um, so, you know, directly from the horse's mouth, what, what, what this is coming yes.
1: from? Um, there have been, um, it's not, it's not a rumor anymore, uh, because, uh, some uh, Japanese stores have, you know, seen this product, you know, it's, it's, it's coming. Um, but still, you know, I have not seen a sell sheets personally, but I have seen sheets of products that it is coming um but uh, whatever it says um it has uh, you know likely to do uh, as a tie in set with pokemon legends arceus yes. um it's called um expansion pack you know sword is still sword and shield by the way sword expansion pack star birth uh and there are products um listed also that include the v star marker and if you've paid attention in the last years um uh yeah, V Star was trademarked. More recently, Starbirth was trademarked. Uh, let me check which one was. Yeah, Battle Region was also trademarked. We do not have any information on that yet. But hey, it's nice to uh, you know to have confirmation that it's going to be highly likely a TCG set. You know, uh, for Starbirth and V Star. Um, uh, it's releasing on January Fourteenth, Two Thousand Twenty-Two which is two weeks before uh, Pokemon Arceus Legends released, um, you know, internationally, the video game. And yeah, we do not know more than this. Uh, Yeah, Arceus is coming (laughs) essentially in in a nutshell, you know. And um, the products also mentioned, you know, uh, Pokemon card game, decks Sleeves, you know, Arceus with V-Star marker. And that's about it. There are some... It's, it's probably a main set, by the way. It's not a uh, you know a subset. It is you know year three, first set, you know, end with uh, li- literally a bang. You know, start with a bang. You know, Arceus, and um, yeah, from there on out, we don't know what's uh, going to happen. We have no sell sheets, you know. So again, you know, at this point, it's probably confirmed, you know, um, but you know, we it's not officially revealed yet. We don't have a such yet officially, you know, with the, the image, you know, still, you know, take us with of fault, but it's highly li- highly likely that it's real, highly likely.
0: Julian, anything you want to add from, for that?
2: Yeah. I don't like to go too early on these kind of things. I'm with, I'm with you, with Zachariah and, and, and you guys on this. I don't like to jump the gun on what it could be, but from all accounts, it's definitely real <laughs> and <laughs> It sounds like it's going to be the same kind of format as the first set of every year with Sword and Shield. So Sword and Shield came out, you get the premium trainer box and you get, you usually get the binder as well. There's like a whole lot of like pretty stock standard stuff that only comes out with the first product that gets released for the year. That's what this looks like. Um, The V-Star name has been, that's been trademarked alongside this. Speculation is purely speculation, but I think that's just going to be something similar to uh, Fusion and Single Strike and Rapid Strike. The reason why I say that is because the Premium Trainer Box is called, I think the like from what the data you've got on the article here, Zach, uh, Premium Trainer Box V-Star. That's the same naming convention for this year's set, which was Single Strike, Rapid Strike. I think they were just called Premium Trainer Box Rengeki. Yeah. Premium trainer box, uh, Ichigeki. So, V-Star is the most interesting thing here for me and what it's going to be. But I think it's just going to be another mechanic similar to Fusion and uh, Single and, and, and Rapid Strike. Um, yeah, that's that's it really. I, like I, it,
0: I'm thinking this is a slightly different because... yeah, Totally different. Premium trainer yeah. boxes yeah. we do get every year. Like Tag Team GX we got it for, um, Sun and Moon... Um, when we got the Ultra Sun and Moon as well, every t- every ob- obviously we know every year the TCG is tied in with a game as well, yeah, um, with a video game. It's they always have that um, mark. But if you look at the product descriptions below, it says, for example, the deck sleeve Arceus with V Star marker, um, deck box Arceus uh, with okay. V Star marker, which is like a GX marker. Yeah, yeah, true. So it's going to be a mechanic, probably a one-time use mechanic, similar to the GX. Um, I'm thinking, so V-Star seems to be a new mechanic similar to the GX, one-off in your game, use it once, explosive mm. attack, you know, potentially game-swinging attack that can uh, swing the momentum of a game one way or another. Um, and and being sort of Legends Arceus, you'd think it'd have something epic in there, you know, just yeah. being le- Legends Arceus. So I'm thinking it's probably going to be down that, that line. But again, it's speculation. Mm-hmm. And as you guys say, you know, we can talk as much as we like or we'll speculate as much <laughs> as we like at this point. We're reading into words which are interpreted off a foreign sell sheet and it's it, it can be mis- misinterpreted, you know, as we all know. Things can get lost in translation. But it is consistent, as you're saying, Julian. You know, we get these new products every year. Um, after a high class set, it's almost like a reset. We have a new mechanic, mm. we have a new style, we have something new being brought into it. Like you know, like I said, going back to Sun and Moon, I started collecting Japanese four or five years ago. We used to have you know, like we had Sun and Moon, then we had the Ultra Sun and Moon, then we went to G- Tag Team GX, then we went to Sword and Shield, then we went to Rapid Strike, Single Strike. Now we're going to V Star. You know, every year brings something new, something fresh to the game. For players, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what V Star is. Um, Zachariah was obviously on it very early when it got trademarked, he knew V Star meant something, um, but we didn't know back then what and what yeah. it was linked to, and now it's quite clear it's linked to the Arceus Legends, and it's gonna be exciting, I think. You know, people are looking forward to this set, um, this generation. I mean, again, I wasn't. Um, a player at the time, but Arceus and this, what what potential cards we're going to be able to seeing in this set. You know, the starters from this game, for example, are quite mixed from different generations. You've got Rowler, who's from Sun and Moon. You've got Piplup, I think, Cyndaquil.
2: Yeah, Cyndaquil. Are
0: those the three starters? I'm not sure. I'm sure what
2: I think. The oh, other.
0: Sure what not Piplup, yeah. So, yep. you know, you've got a mixture of starters. Um, so, what, what kind of things are we going to see in this? It'll be interesting to see, I think. Um, so,
2: do you guys reckon then we're going to see V and VMAX hyphen V star cards, or are we going to see V star something sort of like an ability or how, like, how do you reckon it's going to work? What do you think? I, I
1: think my take on it again, speculation VMAX climax that's um, also coming at this stage again. Uh, it's not officially revealed yet, but uh, it would be very, very crazy. If not uh, releases, uh, I think VMAX is ending with uh, this year. 100%. I know, yeah, I as so. a last set, you know, similar to, you know, to, uh, to tech teams, you know, they yeah. will probably disappear. And then, you know, year three, I do think V uh, as a whole stays, mm-hmm. but then probably V-Star cards emerge, you know, on top of V cards. Um, uh, maybe it, it is a totally different card, maybe like Prism Star cards, who knows, huh? Um let's see how it how it will be uh but again i i do think v is likely to stay the regular v cards again it's just um, endless speculation (laughs) but yeah it it, i i think we all agree on this is year three new uh no new rules no new uh, mechanics new uh layout probably uh, of uh no star probably new stuff coming it's a tie-in with uh, Arceus Legends, which also uh, you know, has a new take on the Pokemon games. So let's see what uh, what I will uh, do. Yeah, nothing more to add uh, to that. Let it come. And,
0: and I think V-Star is yeah. quite interesting because in the last um, Pokemon um, Direct, they, they gave you a bit more information about what you'll be doing in the games. Yeah. And and there seems to be some sort of thing. You, you With Arceus Legends, you're searching for something. And I think the mountains are key to it. And they're talking about a star... And, and I think that's linked in with Arceus. So maybe that they're sort of trying to use V-Star Mechanic as a tie-in similar again yeah. with a game, you know, like with Dynamaxing with VMAX yeah. and stuff, you know, so it's going to let people who play the game yeah. feel, oh, right, okay, now the, TC- the TCG is always linked. If you've played the game, yeah, the TCG makes so much sense because I never played the game prior to Sun and Moon, for example, yeah. but I played Sword and Shield before Sword and Shield set came out. And I was like, wow. I know all these characters. Wow, okay, I know what this mechanic is all about. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, I know these trainers, I know these, you know, and it makes a lot more sense and I think that's the same with this. Yeah. If you play the game, it's going to make sense because there will be a, a very close tie in and I think V-Star definitely will be a very key element of the story as yeah, far probably. as the game's concerned. Yeah. Cool. Talking about trademarks, like you like to get us you, you you dig up these trademarks. So you, V-Star, I think you found a year ago. VMAX Climax, you found quite a while back as well. Yeah. You found another one. So let's talk about Dark Phantasma. Now, this is intriguing to me. Somebody who likes dark and ghost-type um, Pokemon, I'm liking the, this name because it's going down a certain yeah. direction. It's trademark possible new TCG set name. I think with your, with your track record, Zachariah, we can probably <laughs> say this will... Yeah. It does seem to suggest... Yeah. Um, and Julian, with your understanding of the Japanese language and how this looks, does this seem to suggest a set name um, rather than something to do with a video game or, you know?
2: it's, it's- It sounds, to me, this sounds like a set. Yeah. Um, it's literally just Dark Phantasma translated yeah. from Japanese to English. Um, didn't we, I think, actually, you know what, throwback to last year's pro- podcast, the first time you guys invited me on, I think we just seen um, skyscraping perfect, Eevee heroes, and blue sky stream, and I think we spoke about it. in the same way. Yeah, I think these are, yeah, yeah. I think these are definitely sets. Like, ninety nine point nine percent sure these are sets. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's easy. It's easy for your brain to just go, oh yeah, this is gonna have Darkrai on it because it's you know Dark Phantasma. But yeah. um, I just I'm just looking at the article that you wrote, Zachariah. It's the favorite Pokemon. Darkrai is the favorite Pokemon of uh atsushi nagashima the director at Creature in i didn't know that and that's pretty cool uh, i i 99.999 percent sure this is going to have something to do with dark and will be a set um but i'm keen to see more about it But <laughs> it's literally just the name it's, yeah. it's always so hard with these like you yeah. could run with it yeah make it make, make it fit into anything it's just a name but exactly yeah, it'll be cool
0: <laughs> Zachariah, anything you want to again? yeah
1: first of all i have two pronounce in Japanese in, in, in you know, an epic way Darko Phantasma. How, how was perfect. it? You, how was it? Perfect. Okay. I'm, I'm
2: Becky. Hi, perfect.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> yeah, but again, indeed, um some um Pokagonia reader really did mention you no know, his dictionary of uh Phantasmagoria Gloria, something like that. Let me let me yeah Phantasmagoria and it says uh, definition is you know on the Cambridge dictionary a confused group of real or imagined images that change quickly one following the other as in a dream and um, what does dark ride do It, uh, it I, th- I think it haunts you in your uh, dreams yeah. something like that let me ch- let me check the pokédex of dark ride just a minute um this is fact
2: checking in real time yeah this is critical I,
1: I, I do like you know to, to you know to, yeah to, ch- to check all of that here um some of the deck's entries dumb the pearl from 2006 it can lull people to sleep and make them dream it is active during nights on an, of the new moon folklore and this is pearl folklore has uh, it uh, that on moon is nights this Pokemon will make people see horrific nightmares um technical difficulties for julian <laughs> so standard for me give me keep going keep yeah, going yeah, i'll, I'll, I'll keep going uh, to protect itself it afflicts those around it with nightmares however it means no harm and this is only Pro platinum uh, if you see all of the all the decks entries it's all you know uh referred to nightmares and dreams and this and that so i i, I do think it's probably Darkrai related but yeah. it also could mean uh giratina for example who knows I do I do not think it's Gengar because uh I think Gengar had its uh you know, it, it recently got, you know, VMAX cards, you know, it had its spotlight recently. Yeah, who we will see. But I don't rule out that it's an evil set, you know. Who knows? I would like to yeah. see that. Uh new year again, new chances, new ideas, let it all come. And uh who knows what will happen.
0: I'm super excited about this set just the name of it you know yeah. and like you say darkrai I think a uh, darkrai uh, of all the shiny pokemon shiny darkrai is one of my favorites <laughs> uh, I love love the colors on it I love darkrai's aura as well you know as a pokemon it's just yeah. scary imposing um and if it is a dark set you know first one since dark order I think yeah um if it is a dedicated dark sort of ghost type set that would be really interesting to see but yeah um I'm looking forward to it like like we said, you know, we don't know much about it. So it's just a name. We can speculate as we're, much as we like.
2: We'll see. Yeah. We're, we're in for a treat though. If uh, things go as we're expecting and we're going to get a whole bunch of uh, Gen 4 sets based off the Gen 4 legendaries, That's going to be, what, three sets in a row? that are Yeah. Potential, we've got the other one. Is that the, is this the next one that we're going to speak about? Start yeah. So Space should, Juggler and Time Gazer. Should
0: we move on to yeah. the yeah. next one? Because, yeah, again, Two more trademarks, possible set names. So we've got um, Space Juggler and Time Gazer. Um, Space and Time. I wonder which two Pokemon come to mind. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Possibly a double set, I'm thinking. Um, just, just simply by the names, I'm thinking this could be a double release set. Um, they've done too many of them this year, in my opinion. <laughs> um but it could be another one of those double double release sets. Uh, what do you guys think? Zachariah you know, just looking at the names.
1: I have to pronounce them again in Japanese in epic Japanese. <laughs> so free. Um Supesu. No, 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 no. This this one is this one's a little bit difficult. <laughs> Supesu Jagura.
2: Supesu <That's> and- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jagura You've got to you emphasize to a- the certain points. Taino. You need to put a, a-
1: Yeah.
2: It's- you got to put a sound effect yeah. when you edit this like <laughs>
1: <laughs> taimu Gaiza almost almost I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm practicing my japanese vocabulary and uh, you know pronouncement so um but yeah again um,
0: julian's probably thinking we're butchering the
2: japanese language <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's close oh, that's it. practice Excellent. makes perfect Excellent.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no thank you very much no um Coming back on a serious note, I I, I do think um, these are in the time to pro related, you know, um, to the to remakes. Um, you know, speaking of what we what I always use is, I look, uh, you know, from the past. What what did they do in the past? And with Omega Rubin of Sapphire, those remakes they have gotten tie in sets as well. You know, uh, primal clash. Uh, Roaring skies, you know, uh, Rayquaza, you know, and Latios, Latias, uh, EX, and this and that. I think it's the same stuff uh, happening for them. And I, we can speculate all you want, but I think it's if it's indeed meant for TCG, which probably is. You know, you never know. Take it with a grain of salt. Indeed, like always, it's probably Diamond Pearl and uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl related. Which, uh, and if it's uh, true, uh, it's interesting because. Um, this video game releases before uh, Pokemon Arceus Legends. So that would mean if, uh, if uh, Starbirth is indeed a Legends Arceus tie-in, it, it probably will because, hey, it's the, the latest video game coming. It's probably, you know, more important than uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. They want to promote that um, yep. two weeks before, you know. Hey, there's a set coming along with the new video game go 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 for it um this is a damn the remake cool but probably during spring or something like that or february it probably will drop something like that it's like your, your typical march uh set and uh, that's how it goes probably
2: yeah
0: yeah cool okay what's the, I, uh,
2: yeah what's the Eng- what's the english set gonna look like i gotta i just gotta ask how big is this english set gonna be <laughs> they'll split this in two for sure yeah. there's no way We'll we'll probably see Star Birth and Dark Phantasma together as one, and yeah. then Space Juggler and Time Gazer with yeah. something else shoehorned in, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. what four sets in one is going to be huge.
0: Yeah. No, I, they're definitely. I think this will definitely be the set after the Arceus Legends and the yeah Dark Phantasma definitely. So
2: did did Dark did Dark Phantasma get? Trademarked before, time gaze on space juggler.
1: Um, I think um, no, no. So, uh, Dark Multasmak came after space juggler. After. Time gaze, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So
0: that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah. But that does not mean much because it could, you know, release like EV heroes. Uh, what uh, again? Um, I think EV heroes and S six, which is. Um, which one the uh, Skyscraping Perfect and uh, Blue Sky Stream. I think these mm. both uh, trademarked at the same time. So, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, it does not really matter. It could be yeah. one set or the other. So, mm. uh, cool. yeah.
0: Okay. So I think we've covered everything up till now. We're going to move on now to our main um, topic of discussion.
1: Yeah, I think it was celebrations, but...
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry. <Yes. laughs> so Let's
2: we got... Coming back to celebrations, we're going to do it one more time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got something new to talk about, so um, we'll move on to that next. Okay, so to finish off, let's talk about something that was revealed on Sunday. Um, people were expecting something a bit more epic, maybe a high-class set announcement, but we got this instead. And it, I think a lot of people were quite intrigued at what we got. So it's a start deck 100 was revealed. It's 100 different deck variations. Yes, that's right, a 100 different decks. Um, and you're getting a full deck, not a part deck, and they are all playable straight from the deck box. Interesting that they've um, highlighted and shown a few of the decks uh, with the complete contents listed of what cards you'll be getting in these decks. Um, and like I said, 60-card decks, they'll include, similar to starter decks, um cardboard cutout, pop-out damage counters and marker sheets included in these. But this, I mean, as soon as I saw this, it just reminded me of Magic the Gathering Jumpstart, which I think there's 103 different variations, and you open booster packs and you put two booster packs together, um, which gives you one full deck. And this is pretty similar concept, except you get a pre-built deck with this. Um, I think it's an interesting concept. It's... Um, aimed at a certain market i think this is very very japanese let's put it that way yeah um it's very similar it's a very japan's playing style and the way that they play cards in japan is very unique compared to other markets like the usa or europe um it's almost a cultural thing you know each game shop has a pokemon card gym location let's say is you go in it's a very social environment tables are there Stores have dedicated space and play is very regular um, in stores. And it's also set up very nicely for new players to come in as well. Every year we seem to have sets which are based around almost like we have pre Japan does not have pre-releases. So we have pre-releases in the West where you build and battle kits and you build decks. Japan annually has a set which um, always allows you the ability to do. Legendary Heartbeat was the last one. So, as you know, Legendary Heartbeat was designed to be uh, open a certain amount of decks and build packs and build a deck. That's why you had the V and the Vmax in there together in the same pack for so you can actually use the Vmax. Uh, in previous years, we've had different sets which, again, were similarly built. So, you'd have uh Evolution Line, for example, in the packs helping you to, to build it. This year, we've not really seen that. And I think these are designed to be the sort of fun environment where maybe you turn up to your Pokemon card gym, you go there, you know, you put your hand in a box, randomly pick out, pick out a deck, and then you've got to play with that deck. And it encourages you to potentially go out your comfort zone, play with a different typing, um, learn mechanics, and maybe open your eye up to different mechanics. So, you know, you might never have played Dragon type and you might end up with a Dragon type deck, you open it up, you then see what you've got, understand the mechanics, and play with that. So again, like a pre-release encourages you to learn new mechanics when a new set comes out. I'm thinking this this is a, in a similar vein. Um, we all like players. I mean, I've I've played at Pokemon leagues. I played at every pre-release since Ultra Prism, and what you find as players is you find a typing that you might like. Where you find a mechanic that you you, you sort of have a, a chord with that you like and you tend to stick those to those kind of things. Similar to Magic the Gathering, you know, with its five elemental types, you they've got different mechanics associated with them, and you tend to stick to those kind of mechanics. This is again, I think, designed to introduce you to hey, play out your comfort zone, try something different. Um And it it makes you a better all-round player, I think, as well. That's my personal opinion as someone who's a collector and a player. I don't think these are going to be very collectible as such. Um, The cards, again, are very sort of starter deck style. Standard Planeta, five-band type graphics. Um, Most of them are done by Planeta and (laughs) five-band by the looks of it. Um, The moves are very vanilla there's nothing really stand out, you know. Wow, this is going to change the meta, going to be played in championship um, leagues in Japan. No, there's nothing really stand out amongst them. Um, but there is some nice new artwork. I think there will be some cards people want to collect. If you're collecting the whole set of these cards, it's 414 individual cards from the 100 decks. Now, not many people do that. You know, I mean, the starter decks, how many people buy every single starter deck to do the full set? I've done it in the past because it's not very difficult because there's usually six starter decks. I'm not going to go out and buy 100 of these to go and complete a collection. No <laughs> way. You know, this no, is just, no. this is this is not for collectors this is purely for players and and it's not for all players. It's for a particular type of player, you know, um, those who maybe play casually or those who are new to the game. I think this is more based for them. This is not based for those guys who try and um, top deck at Champions Leagues in Japan, you know, Um, though they would have fun playing this. It'd be nice maybe sitting around your dining room table, boom, playing in japan though space is limited not many people have dining room tables but um <laughs> again you know going to your local mo- pokemon card gym and having a bit of fun on a friday afternoon with a bit of sake and uh yeah could, could be quite fun um yeah what's your, for sure i mean j- j- what are your thoughts guys i mean sakurai i know you yeah, you organize uh... play locally so you've got young yeah. players who you you know if this was introduced in the west what would you think I,
1: I would love it um because the price point is uh you can't beat uh, like 700 yen something like that yeah uh, come on come 780 on. yeah yeah uh, we pay like 15 euros uh for a v no now it's v uh, uh what's battle deck something like yeah. that which is still you know, an upgrade to what i really wanted two years ago so I like that. Thank you very much, Pokemon Company International. But before that, before COVID uh, was uh, a thing, uh, you would pay 15, you know, 16 dollars or something like that. You would get uh, a team deck with, uh, yeah, how do you say it uh, in a polite way? Nothing nothing good. Uh, it, it Occasionally, you would get a nice team deck, you know, uh, Team Charizard for example, or something like this, Garchomp from uh, Ultra Prism. Was a nice deck. Um, yeah, uh, it was very quite playable if you tweaked it a little bit. But again, they weren't very exciting at that price point. You would expect at least a basic V card to essentially you know teach these players how to use these mechanics. Because again, no everyone that sees the V and GX EX cards, but yeah, you don't have it. So now they uh, have seen that. I don't know if they have seen my column at the time, but. Hey, <laughs> if they did, thank you very much for reading it. But um, if not, you know, uh, also excellent uh, choice uh, for, you know, making Vcos and decks. But um, coming back to this specific product, Deck 100, um, it was in the rumored article. So, uh, hey, very nice. Uh, OchoBall was uh, expected to reprint. Um, it was in VMAX Climax uh, set, you know, uh, but it was for, probably reserved for uh, this Star Deck One Hundred. That does not mean uh, we will see uh, not a new Ultra in Vmax Climax. Probably, you know, as something of a higher rarity, because uh, there will there could be a chance. You know, there uh, is no Ultra um, Ball in uh, the upcoming sets because, hey, it releases um, before that. Um, you no know, Star Deck One Hundred releases, I think, two weeks after Vmax Climax would. Yeah. So, uh, there, I don't see it coming in Fusion Arts, and that's essentially the last regular main set of the year. Um, so we could see something, you know, for Gold Ultra Bowl in Phoenix Climax, who knows, you know, um, that aside, um, very interesting, uh, concept. I would love that in it, in my, uh, in, in my country or region, you know, um, coming back to the, the reveal from last Sunday, um, yeah. Uh, I think everyone um, <laughs> expected at least some teaser of VMAX Climax, at the least, you know, at the minimum. But uh, that was uh, fully reserved for the Star Deck 100, which is, um, f- from a business perspective, um, I will make a whole, whole discussion now from business perspective. I absolutely understand this. Why? Um, when last year, they have in a sell sheet, you know, to, the, to these stores the the first no the second wave of V starter decks um 2018 a GX starter decks they have um, mentioned uh, that in tw- 2020 these were massively popular in Japan in 2018 and they confirmed this that this product uh, you know the GX starter decks that contrib- uh, contributed to many new players and sales you know for the merchandise and Pokemon card game products. You have, uh, you know, mentioned that before, you know, GX um, Ultra Shiny release. It was absolutely mayhem. That uh, also, you know, was due to that uh, GX Starter Deck, uh, you know, sales.
0: The GX Starter Deck um, contributed to a 400% increase in sales in Japan. Yes. Pokemon. That year, 2018, where we had the 2018 card drought. Similar to what we're having now in Japan. Probably, yeah. Um, Something like that. Yeah. yeah, it was a four hundred percent increase, like for like sales, on Pokemon card products in two thousand eighteen. Now that's insane, fourfold yeah. increase. We're seeing the same thing again this year, yeah. big time in Japan. So you know, um, it had an impact then. It's having an yeah. impact now. So it's like it's like riding the wave. It's like seeing the yes, it's it's you know it's it's yeah. crazy, but yeah, absolutely.
1: This this is that kind of indeed said hey. We uh, release this, you know, and how this, how they release this kind of products is also indeed very business oriented. Because if you've, um, you know, uh, taken notice of how these uh, perks are essentially promoted, um, last year, uh, I think uh, if you bought a V Starter deck, you know, if you ordered um, at Denny's restaurants in Japan, you know, a diner, you know, in Japan, uh, you could get um, a V Starter deck and you could literally play at a restaurant in Japan. Now, uh, if someone is coming to Dennis in Japan, hey, you can get a, a V-Starter deck for like, well, what is it, five euros, uh, 500, uh, 600 yen. It's essentially $5 or something. Why not? Hey, you know, Pokemon is part of that culture. Uh, so everyone knows Pokemon. Why not? You know, with your whole family and this and that. Um. Sushi, uh, you know, big sushi chains. uh, I think you could get, get, like, sticks or something like that with uh, the V-Starter Deck artwork. What more? um, I think uh, at at some, um, even hotels uh, recently with the the family Pokemon God game, you could literally rent a hotel (laughs) and you would get a a V-Starter Deck, for example. Uh, Same with the um, the Japan Post Post Stamp Box. Uh, That's a collaboration with the Family Starter, uh, the Family Pokemon card game product. So they are trying to absolute best, you know, to make this product as mainstream as possible so they can promote, in, indeed, you know, gain new, more players. And then they will drop a massive set like VMAX Climax or EV Heroes or Jax Ultra Shiny, you know, Tech All-Stars, you name it. Hey, there's this massive hyped set Let's all buy it at you know when when it's peaking, you know, all of these new players coming in. They've probably just started out, they've seen this massively. Special arts, you know, uh who knows, you know, f- special art, you know, golden Rayquaza VMAX, blah blah blah. Everyone knows Rayquaza, you know, who knows Pokemon. It's a massive business move, and I can totally understand why this was the only stuff they have revealed. Because you know, I'm sure I, I'm sure, you know. The official pokemon card game channel they would have loved to reveal female's climax but hey it's a corporate business you know they all say to the host a hey, point is no famous climax for you just <laughs> start <laughs> the- <laughs> you, know, that, you know what can they say <laughs> they can't say no you know <laughs> so yeah yeah so they have to be excited for that kind of product again uh massively um, huge huge product uh, and this is you know an upgrade of V starter decks in general, you know, you have 100 unique 60 card decks, you know, again, the four and 14 card sets, you know, there's so many trainers and you know, with a different uh, icon on there, you know, uh, so there are many duplicates, like you said, it's, it's, you are crazy if you are completing the set because there'll be so many non-unique cards, a lot of reprints. Um, Let's see how it uh, will go. Uh, I think again, there are some exclusives in there. You know, Kingler V and V Max are revealed. Um, there's a new Pikachu in there. You know, another reprint. New art, new moves. Uh, new Greedent. No, it was Greedent V. Um, and that was it for it, I think, for the new cards. There yeah. are some reprinted cards with uh, new artwork in there, like Bolton V, which is to be released in uh, Fusion Arts. So, um, again, uh, interesting set. And we only have seen like seven decks of the uh, seven hundred, yep. and of yep. these deck lists, there are uh, uh, some new cards mentioned. I think it was Marnie's Pride, uh, Barry, uh, the survival uh, Pokemon from past games, and um, Team Skull, something like that. An evil, no, not Team Skull, uh, Team Yell. Team uh, Yell, it was team, another Team Yell card. Yeah, something yep. like that. Again, a supporter card. uh, Marnie's uh, Pride. Hey. That's uh, going to be released in, um, a, a star StarDeck One Hundred probably not going to be revealed. Uh, you know, to be included in a new set. Hey, what's um, what's it going to be in there? Uh, what could it be in there? Vmax Climax.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and if you if you think like this, um, you know, I can totally see what they are going with this kind of product. And you know, the killer V and Vmax uh, probably uh, you know could get you know special art for that matter you know Intimus Climax and uh, that's how they will you know probably do uh, something like that and it would be such again such a huge business move for this kind of stuff I totally understand it yeah and that's my uh, take Julian, on it
0: your take
2: yeah I like it a lot I think it's a really cool product and it'll it's I mean Zachariah hit every every point there like this is purely well not purely but it it's strategically released um from a business from the business side of things if you look at a lot of the advertising for the family card game there's always adults in it it's 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 like there's families but there's always adults in a lot of the pokemon card game advertising there's always adults in it and it's because adults are playing it over there and it's it's super popular and it's everywhere so um they know like with this kind of product that this it's really easy to pick up and play. It's cheap. It's affordable. You're ready to go the so second you buy it, and then it ties back to the other products where they're you know making most of their money with the booster boxes, with the high class sets, everything like that. This year was crazy. We've like we everyone could speak about how crazy Pokemon was in Japan this year. Card side of things, um sets sold out. You know before they even come out, basically. But it's it's like ridiculously popular. You had VTubers this was a really big thing this year. You had VTubers opening up EV Heroes, Blue Sky Stream. Um, never, they hadn't looked at Pokemon cards for years, but you've got massive internet personalities in Japan opening up these boxes because it's so relevant. So if you have something like this come out, it's in more. Ha- it's in the players of more customers, it's in the hands of more players. Uh, it's going to have runoff effects for the rest of the Pokemon card products. And you're coming into Gen 4, which was spoken about, just before, and that's a huge thing for, for so many people, Gen 4 was their first Pokemon game, so you got that nostalgia factor. Next year is going to be ridiculous, and yeah, while it wasn't what we wanted to see, I was fully prepared for this to be VMAX Climax reveal on Sunday. It's cool. I like it, and uh yeah, Taj, you and I, we had a bit of a discussion on Twitter about this, on what it meant for English players, and like, <clears throat> would we ever see a similar equivalent product? I'd love to see something like this, because I like the pick up and play sort of thing i like you know like You said why not you know if you're, if you're out why not just do it um i think variety is really good and you know 100 decks yeah okay there's a lot of them don't think about collecting turn that off don't even let collecting come into your mind with this thing look at it for what it is it's really fun um i'd love i'd love to see them make something like this in english and what we do have yeah you know we, we spoke about this so many different english products for players this is uh, I like the the snappiness of it. That's just yeah. It was the first yeah. thing that that hit me. It's 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 a weird one because like it's I've thought about it over the last few days. Like how effective it's going to be over there, and I think it, I think it'll be pretty effective over there. But yeah, the, the more I've thought about it, the more I like it.
0: Yeah, and for me, it's it's interesting. First of all, you talk about VTubers and how they've been opening pro Japanese Pokemon products because we had that in. Did we have that just before with the V? Uh, just before the GX starter decks, we had the same thing happen in Japan. So it seems to be maybe Pokemon have said, Oof, "Why don't you get involved with this?" Because that blew everything up in Japan then. Before Ultra Shiny GX, now the strategic side of it, absolutely. The key thing about starter decks and when they release them are they usually release them before a high class deck. What is a high class deck? A high class deck is the best of the year's mechanics from a card playing point of view. So the cards that have been very playable throughout the year get chucked into a high class deck. A lot of people forget that. They always think, oh yeah, you get the shiny cards, you know, the shiny, this shiny Beamer. But the the core 150 card set itself has a super playable cards with all the abilities, Mm. your Frostmoth and everything else that have, you know, good mechanics. And it puts it in people's hands in bulk because high class sets when you open those packs you're getting all of these playable cards and then you mix that in with the premium trainer box that's going to come out in january with the energy cards in there you can start deck building you have these you know um start deck 100 you're going to have ultra ball which by the way is a F standard marking um, yeah. Which is very interesting. Which means it's standard rotation next year, coming this this yeah. new year. So it's in in standard rotation for another two years. Um, you know, very interesting. Great. It's it's a way bring people into the hobby with these decks. Bring people who might have been away from the hobby, playing game for a while, back into playing bring the high-class deck out, put loads of playable cards in their hands. So once they've played with these for a bit, and these are priced at being disposable as well. Yeah. You know, mm. 790 yen yeah. is, like I was saying, you know, go to a Pokemon card gym, have a few saki's yeah. uh, You want to put this in yeah. sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not putting this into sleeves. Play yeah. it, chuck it in the bin, go out for a night, Friday night out. This is what people in Japan will do, you know. They'll, yeah. they'll have a bit of nostalgia, play this for a bit of fun before you're going out. Um, and it's disposable, you know. Um, how this will transfer into English? It's two different playing styles, two different playing markets. It's not the English playing game is because the way we play, because of how we socially live. Um, Pokemon leagues are a bit more structured, organized. Once a week, yeah. you have to dedicate yourself going there. They're not placed, you know. Card shops in Japan are not too far from where you would go out for a night out or where people are mingling or shopping. Going to a Pokemon League is more of a dedicated thing that you go to, that you plan to go to. Yeah, so having disposable product yeah, like this, I don't think suits the market. So stuff like we've seen League Battle Decks, Trainer's Toolkits, those are better suited for what we do here. Having this kind of deck, I don't think would hit the mark. I can see this somehow being merged into almost like a Battle Academy style system that we've got. Maybe these cards being... Um, recycled and put into a Battle Academy-style product. Mm. So you might not have 100 decks, but you could have like a big box where six players can sit and they could be pick this section or that section and, mm. you know, you get a deck out of it. Um, maybe that mechanic, but I don't see us getting 100 decks. No, I just mm. don't think the way that we play cards fits the mold of what this is intended for in Japan. Totally... Just it's not right for our market, but I can see mm. this somehow yeah. making its way into defi- We'll definitely see these cards in the English TCG, but how we see them is going to be yeah. very interesting.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you the, right. the, the thing is, um, this is that this works for Japan, the, also, the price point works for Japan. You know, if if a, you know, um, a product like this is going to be distributed internationally, you know, not domestically. Uh, you can't, you can't uh, ask seven ninety yen. That's that's, that's not uh, how it's going to be, because there are super uh, a lot of stores that say, "Hey, <laughs> what's the margin on this?" You know, yeah, one, one euro. True. Come on, man, I need to yeah. make at least uh, five euros or something like that. You know, uh, at yeah. the wholesaler. Uh, so it probably costs more to to uh, produce, ship, and and you know all these factors come all around. And Japan does not have that. They have domestic production, domestic shipping, and that adds up to the price. You know mm. that reflects the price. Uh, and um yes, and again, like I've all, uh, all mentioned, again, this is like a, a trial product, hey, demo product for almost in need disposable money. You can't go wrong. And indeed, like Tar said, this builds up for you know, like Vmax climax. You got a V and or V or whatever, gx ultra rare every pack whoa super f- cool and yo I, oh got this amazing uh looking cards and i want more i want more and they are getting hooked up on there and there you know it's japan japan has a cult culture there you know there are card games releasing every week you know uh the demographic, you know, is, you know, Yu Gi Oh! body card, you know, and the body fight, you know, uh, wise swarch, you know, some idle cards, you know, you name it. And that that market is so huge. And I can see, you know, Pokemon Company, you know, there are so many Yu Gi Oh! fans that got into Pokemon because of all of this hype, even magic, you know, magic is not as good as Pokemon right now. And I don't, know, I, you know, I don't know much about magic, but. My friend at the, at work said, "You know, magic is uh, not in a not in a good spot as Pokemon." He just admitted it. I can see how Pokemon does better. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, by the way, is doing also in my opinion with their releases. They are doing excellent. They are releasing like even today. You know, Kaiba's uh, suitcase with, uh, with three blue eyes white dragon promos in there and a huge like this style of um, the displays. Uh, you know, card yeah. orders. Yeah, uh, but again, yeah, amazing product. I-, I think there's more to it indeed. Um, I can understand from, you know, for our the demographic, you know, this isn't an exciting product, but yeah, this is a very strategic pro- product from the Pokemon company in uh, Japan. And uh, also, by the way, Crushing Hammer is getting a new reprint, which also adds uh, two, year, two more years to its lifespan. <laughs> uh, there are some people that absolutely hate Crushing Hammer. I yeah. uh, personally love crushing hammer. I've played it uh, so much, especially with, um, you know, the other hammer, uh, enhanced hammer.
0: It's a very good disruption card. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, we will just see how it ends, uh, with this kind of yeah. product. Very nice product.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, well i think we've come to the end of the podcast so guys thank you first of all thank you so much for julian from okj okay love uh, for coming over and joining us again go check him out he's got a youtube channel he's on twitch how many times a week do you do you um stream uh, on Twitch, julian
2: all, all the time just let's say four days i'm on <laughs> yeah twitch.tv slash okj love pop in i'm doing something over there and youtube.com slash okj love though things get a little bit weird at YouTube these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit weird. I saw the premiere today and I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely worth checking out. <laughs> Julian do- doesn't, uh, he likes to let his opinion be known and he's got a very valid opinion as well because you know what? He, he talks for the little guy who doesn't get heard. And sometimes, you know, that's important. Uh, well, a lot of it is very important a lot of the time. And I think sometimes we get people get um, so much into these views of the bigger youtubers or these influencers and sometimes this, they need to be given a reality check and julian's there to make sure they get a reality check um <laughs> hey, so. yeah. i
2: learned i learned it from you guys so <laughs> it's just it's it's just the community aspect so coming yeah. down and saying hey you will uh, yeah. be more than welcome but no thank you for having me on i love coming on and having a chat with you guys i feel like we could have done this for another two hours usually yeah. can with pokemon easily Insights. but if i do appreciate time.
0: it Definitely. This could have gone on for, for for a long time. So thank you again, Julian. Zachariah, anything you'd like to add?
1: No, nothing uh, nothing crazy. No, nothing more. I think we have discussed uh, a lot of uh, things. Um, yeah. And by the way, if you have any questions or anything, you know, um, leave a message. Um, your, your question or message can be, uh, you know, used for a podcast. Uh, if it's, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's an answer, that I think it's you know a good question I will uh, you know make an, a dedicated episode to answer your questions probably uh, as a solo podcast or with or maybe Taj alone you know we will see what will happen but you know on our podcast section on the website you can submit your question
0: yep and you know follow us guys on uh, Twitter as well we're all very active so yeah. at okjlove at pokeguardian at <laughs> Um so yeah I'll leave it at that. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you guys on the next podcast. Take care. Bye.
2: Goodbye. Have a yeah. day. Take care.